1: another episode of All Things in the Name of Love. And today I have with me uh, Dr. G. And he has come up with this really fascinating, amazing system of combining quantum healing with ancient practices and um, is called depth healing. And when he reached out to me to have a conversation, I just lit up. And so I just want to just dive in. <laughs> And ask you um, first, like the how did you? Um, hold on, how did you start seeing the collaboration? I'll call it between quantum healing and ancient spiritual practices.
2: I I, I never did. Um, I was I was born like a, I I I knew when I was born very clearly by the age of three that I had a mission uh, and the mission was to save collectives, Mm -hmm. not, not, not uh, in my case, it was a, it was actually the whole globe. And um, what happened was uh, I've been this, my, my actual study time has been, I think it's 53 years now. And what happened is, it was a this, just this uh, a journey, <clears throat> mostly through lots of pain, um, that gave me a. It was like a a series of traumas and great masters that I've studied under. And apprenticeships most of my apprenticeships, like. Uh, I'm with, been with my one master's uh, Japanese sword, Zen sword, like 26 years. You know, I, I was with un, uh, under one teacher for, like all of the teachers. When I was with in Sufism, is uh, four full years. It's always a total immersion, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I went through uh, traumas like. Um, when I was 16 and began karate, I fell, cracked my tailbone in half, and the uh, my body wouldn't heal. So I went through all of high school having to sit on a pillow. Um, then I broke my back in half when I was 27 oh. because of rage. I, I was able to heal the back in 12 weeks with meditation, just like dispensers but it still took three years to undo because I, I before i before I was able to do that meditation, I was hurt for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So there was, I went through that period. I had breast, uh, chest cancer, breast cancer in 2014. So I went through a period of about 20 to 30 years of rage. Just uh, there was just rage while I was doing all the studying and doing all the other things, when I went to become a doctor, for instance, and I found out how completely uh, uh, corrupted and destroyed the uh, the, ch- ch- the whole chiropractic uh, world is by ph- the pharmaceutical company, it was so upsetting to me. Yeah, I couldn't stand what I saw. And so epigenetically, I, I developed very thick cataracts, almost lost my vision. I had to have those removed so all these different things and what was happening was i was learning how to heal Mm -hmm. and i was learning empathy and i was the the injuries always led me to the some of the greatest uh, the greatest doctors in the world for instance uh i i knew uh dr george goodhart jr i was under his care for 16 years george goodhart jr was the founder of applied kinesiology, and while he was alive, he was uh, one of the most peerless doctors that ever walked the earth. I studied directly under uh, Donald Epstein, the founder of Network Chiropractic, and his two greatest students are Jeff Britton and uh, Lance Wright. And then um, I studied uh, the the method, the the founder of the of the basis of my quantum physics is dr ted mortar who created bioenergetic synchronization technique his greatest student i was an apprentice under him for eight years and that's uh, that's larry habersky he's in georgia and uh larry is a absolute he's in a class all by himself and i uh i acquired the basis Of best of that system from him however the system of best is uh is an enormously complex uh, system that requires you to touch with different mudras and areas on the cranium and so forth and in my case that what happened was the divine took over Mm -hmm. and uh very unbeknownst to me because I, over time, see, I was, I became, I was a, uh, I am a Reiki master of Tibetan Reiki, which is a transfer system, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm, I learned how to be a a, a channel. And then I had, I went to formal school, became a licensed, I was licensed doctor in Georgia and Tennessee. That was way, way up my forties. I was a professional martial teacher. Taught the military. Taught uh, so scientists at NASA, Silicon Valley. Um, that was up until the year 2000. Okay. <clears throat> so, so first and foremost, I, my my uh, path is as a martial specialist, okay. but not like the guys on television. I'm a real martial specialist, and uh, if you see the movie the last samurai with uh, tom cruise which is based on a true story i i actually carry uh some of the lineage you see in that movie okay uh, cuz the samurai that he charges with those were the Aizu- aizuhan uh samurai mm-hmm. and uh i'm i'm related i carry three ju- uh sword lineages oh wow from the grandmaster themselves well wow. so so basically, what happens is, uh, at one point, two people call me from New York. I'm living in Georgia. I don't know how they found me because I, 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 I had no success, business success in America at all. I didn't. I, I was loaded with cognitive dissonance and didn't know what that was. Yeah. Larry, Dr. Habersky, is the one who taught me about that and started the systematic removal of that from my subconscious mind and then i started to get uh, now i have success so anyway uh these people call me up and the, the ladies dying of cancer stage four fully metastasized and her big giant husband great big fella he he had developed ms so i was able so i so i say to him uh i always remember it because i was in my like a prayer r- altar room and i I said, well folks'm i you know I'm a chiropractor in Georgia and you're in New York. How am I supposed to help you?" And all of a sudden i I, could, I heard the divine say, No, no, you can fix them from here." Mm-hmm. so I did I, the the problem was uh the the lady unfortunately the on her oncologist told her that there's uh quantum healing and that is uh fake so she quit and she died within one month yeah but the ms i was able to stop cold okay. and um that's how this all began and then the divine to the right now for instance when i'm ch- channeling every day the divine uh is uh showing me what to do and how to do it and it evolves uh uh constantly so i um I never did I never dreamed that I would be doing be doing this. I actually originally wanted to be a massage therapist and move move to Toronto yeah I, I, that's what I was gonna do and then uh the divine gave me an experience for about forty five minutes in nineteen ninety one the year I graduated from my first degree it was the University of Windsor, and I was in a uh, Gestalt therapy class with Dr. Neil Holland and I went into a state of uh of oneness of I am and I um that state lasted because the class is about an hour long so I know I was in that state about forty five minutes and when I came down out of that and thank God I did because otherwise I'm not uh I got nothing but at at that age at thirty one years old. I had nothing but uh, all kinds of dysfunctional ego, everything. <laughs> so um, so I'm not prepared to carry that kind of consciousness. Right. But what it did was uh, when I came down out of that, all I knew was I had to leave Canada and move to uh, California. Mm, okay. And I was gone in like two months. And that's, the reason for that was I was destined to meet uh, Malana Sheikh Muhammad Nazim al-Haqqani, who is the twenty-first Grandmaster of the Naqshbandi Tarikat? He's a real, a real Sufi Sheikh. Wow! So he he can wave his hand like that, and all the lights turn on. He goes like that, all the lights shut off. I saw him do all. I mean, he's the real deal. He's so I I I immersed myself under him for four years, and that's how I got my dojo. He made one little prayer. I was as poor as a church mouse. I had moved to California with nothing, and I was I was sleeping on floors. And, and what I was going to do is uh, I was going to target a, a, a master's degree in transpersonal psychology. Mm-hmm. So I meet this great shape. He makes one little prayer for me to have my own school. One week later, a, a total stranger shows up at my door, uh, you know, gives me forty thousand dollars cash and we built my dojo wow dosatsu ken dojo that's where i taught the military nasa wow yeah it's just like a fairy tale
1: (laughs) well i gotta say i i i I relate with this because i've been doing um something called body talk
0: Uh and
1: i'm a former historian and so i like 2020, like when, when COVID first started, I was guided to start taking classes. And I, I have a PhD in history and like, that was like, no, that was you then. And I I received quantum healing It's just, I didn't know that that was going to be in my life. And I took four classes. And then as I surrender the stuff that I channel, I haven't been trained in and (laughs) because I'm surrendering to what wants to come through. It's just amazing to see what, what can come through when you're in that state. And yeah. I want to talk to you about some of your experiences in that state because I think it's just, it's fabulous to 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 be in that receiving and conduit for what wants to come through.
2: Yeah, I, I gotta do that because my my clients depend on it. Eh? If We just use my, you know, I've been studying a long time, but uh, there's a hundred, you know, there's all there is is stuff that I don't know, right? So, yeah. uh, they take over because with depth healing, I made depth healing and named it depth healing because it's designed to handle anything, mm. so uh, that's that's the whole trick, so um. But of course, I don't. I don't know everything, you know. If you ever see me, uh, I look about as sharp as a bag of marbles when it comes to anything with numbers or, and. But I, I counsel huge business people like uh, CEOs, uh, big entrepreneurs, all that, and I handle all these things because the divine will tell me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm out of the way, and I, and I just. They ask a question. We access their files. And then I can get the answer and I can get the answer with pretty much surgical precision.
1: Mm. I love that. Yeah. I know what that feels like. I know that. Feel- I, yeah.
2: I, it's, it's, it's cool. Eh?
1: It really is. I mean, I, I my favorite thing, I, I work with animals a lot. So when the animals come in and talk to me, uh, I'm a little kid because it's like, this is so cool that they feel comfortable enough to come through me, to tell me what uh, they need. And I don't, I don't know what it is. You know, I know I so my handwriting gets bad. <laughs> I'm just, wow. It's just so much fun because, because that surrender of who I think I am into that divine being that we all are, mm. it's so much fun to see that transformation because I know it's not that small me that, mm. you know, comes through when I'm not, not in that state, but it's just, I don't know. It's just this beautiful feeling of knowing that deeper sense of what we're here for.
2: Hmm. You and, know, it, when you say you work with animals, it touches my heart. So my, that's my number one, number one thing and <laughs> the best, was actually first des- designed and and worked on for horses. Oh, wow! Yeah, it's beautiful. Sometimes I get a chance. Of my my clients will have a pet that has some kind of problem, or the, or a couple of them are fighting. I'll <laughs> remove the interference, you know, and then they're happy.
1: I love that. I love that because it's just such a gift to like, you know, when we delve into that realm of consciousness which we're all connected in, then it's this liberation of, of that illusion of separation that we have mm. into, I don't know, it's I, coming into the heart. I, I just, oh. that's, and then with horses, especially like I've, I've done a heart math meditation with horses before I do the session. Yeah. I am. I put my hand on the horse, and I don't even know what's coming through because it's so fast, it just comes through and the horse gets hot and then the full body shake and it's like, oh my gosh, that was so cool to see. Wow.
2: Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. I uh, heart I've been using heart math for like 30 years.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: I like Roland McCready. and they're 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 magnificent. They're yeah. beautiful.
1: They really are.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Love partner.
1: I I do, too. And, and you're like, um, what am I feeling like? So as an historian, I had effectively, very effectively, numbed myself out. Right? Because mm-hmm. I, when you read about the tragedies of history, like and all the horrible things we've done to each other, if you're sensitive like me, you have to numb yourself out. So as I opened my heart up more and more, and I started to feel like empathy for all of the things I had to read and study and like, like we, we've done some pretty bad things to us. And I know, but to unwind that and to actually feel the interconnectivity of the land and the animals and really sink back into that way of being that we used to have. Yeah, just so magical, and it all has to come through the heart.
2: Yep, I know.
1: Yeah. So what? Oh, go ahead.
2: No, no, I, I was just breathing.
1: Okay. (laughs) So what? Um, when were you inspired to start depth healing, or did it just come through? Depth, depth healing,
2: depth it, healing, as it's known as depth healing. Let's see, how many years? Twelve years. That that all started, as I said, it was sort of born. Uh, the inception of it was sort of born the the moment I realized that I could heal somebody across the world.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Now, it, but it took quite a while. For me to realize or to believe that it was actually happening,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that the way that happened is uh, same way uh, at me as a fighter. You know, um, I always beat the hell out of anything I ever fought. I I never lost a fight in my life. But it took me twenty or thirty years to finally have confidence that I can actually win. Mm-hmm. Now, when I and I don't get the wrong impression, actually I say that the wrong way. Ninety-nine point nine percent of all my encounters, and I was a very high-paid bouncer in the rough uh, in the rough end of Detroit for years and all that stuff, and I never actually had to put my hands on anybody. I I'm I was able to with very rare exceptions, I was always able to uh, control any kind of thing uh, just by my presence. Mm-hmm. So that I don't want you to think I'm hurting things. So um, uh, when I first started transferring depth healing as a channel, the only reason I finally realized everything is working because the client would report back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel this. This happened, and eventually you realize it's it's completely consistent. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So my my result, I have like a 99 percent success rate. That. Uh, I do once in a while run into something where it's it's a. Beyond my uh, scope, like uh, if they have a, we there's ten programs that run all life, all human, all ever everything. Mm-hmm. So you ha- you have uh, ten programs. My areas uh, of power would be the third, fourth, and fifth program. What does that span? The, I span from conception through the womb. Birth in the first six hours after you're born is the third program. Hmm. Fourth program starts after the first six hours until the end of the first six years.
0: Okay.
2: Fifth program is the end of the uh, beginning of age seven until whatever age you are now. Okay. The big programs above that, six is the Global Collective. Mm -hmm. which is including all of uh, Mother Earth, plants, animals, everything, plus uh, humanity. Then the seventh program is the solar program. Um, The eighth program is galactic. Then the big universal, where universal intelligence realm. And above all of that is the other realms. And that's where the great Lokas are, where the heavens are, Mm -hmm. hell, all of those different things. The great compassionate light lives there. The first program is the vasanas, means uh, past lives, and the second program is genetic, but it's genet, not genetics like they think in science. Okay. That only covers fifty <clears> percent. <throat> real genetics is your mother and father's uh, line, extending back six generations on each side. Okay. And you, there's a certain amount of percentage of influence from each of those for the six. Uh, six. So um, and all, and the first and second program is uh, engaged at the moment of conception, depending on the mother and father's consciousness, geophysical location, everything at that time uh, through resonance those aspects are drawn into you and then those things will become activated on timelines depending on environmental triggers okay all programs can be changed
1: Mm -hmm.
2: but only by only by the divine
1: right yeah right because um the divine How do, I, how do I even put it? I, I I'm, I'm integrating all that you said because I see it and I feel it and it's just I love that um because of how <laughs> how beautifully it it just unfolds it's, it's just amazing so I'm like trying to like just yeah I'm just trying to integrate it but um So, what I'm feeling is it's got elements of epigenetics.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like that So, for me, that's one of the things that's always fascinated me is we have the ancestral lines. Mm-hmm. but then we have the soul lines. like how many different iterations have we been through in a body? That come mm. in through this current iteration that's also influenced by the genetics and the geography. And
2: yeah, that's geography. that's the first program, honey. When they okay. say the, the like the Vasa, so the way the way uh, Shra, Bhagavan explained that is um, and it's drawn in through resonance from mom and dad at the moment of conception.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> so there can be like let's say there's a past life, and you were a a, a, a barbaric murderer, and then there's another past life uh, where you were uh, like an angelic uh, priest or priestess, mm-hmm. and there's one where you're a, a a prostitute, another one where you were like a a um, celibate monk, uh nun. Mm-hmm. So whatever a man, a woman, so they're the the through the resonance of mom and dad and what's going on and the geophysical location because all the areas, it's all stratas and, and morphic fields and all kinds of things. It'll draw a, like say an aspect of the murderer, an as uh an aspect or quality of the lover. And all these different things, they come in. Then as, the, as life unfolds, because it's a process,
0: mm-hmm.
2: everything's a process. So what happens as life goes on and there, there are uh, environmental triggers, uh, as you develop uh, your belief system and how your subconscious is programmed, it gives you your perceptions, which gives you your frequency, which gives you the, your world. All those different things are malleable. They're all there, and then uh, the uh, it's like a keyboard. You start to play. Okay. And you make this nice song. You make a terrible song, like a noise. It it depends. It it's all depends. <laughs> <laughs> million a million a hundred trillion ways it'll go. Right. right. And my job is they cut co- they come to me and then I re-engineer it for
1: them. Oh I love if They it.
2: have a problem, we change
1: it. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's Thank really you. beautiful because like there's so many just the the layers and layers that we come in with. Yeah. And how hard. Like for me, I've had who um body talk sessions for eight years i've done scalar healing i've done bioenergetic. i've done all these different things because i know like i i feel myself i know what my body is i know i know i have lots of subconscious programs like everybody does and i want to be the clearest vessel i possibly can so whatever i can do to remove all those subconscious blocks i want to do it um Some of my friends say I do it too too much, and I'm too serious. But like, I also want to have as much light in me as I can, uh, so I can do the work for the divine that I came here for.
2: Yeah, me too. Uh,
1: Yeah, and it's just such a it's such a beautiful journey to to like I, I mean your 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 combination of martial arts and all of the spiritual practices that you've studied under to allow yourself to become this conduit for this incredibly deep healing. I love, I love the different pieces of what little I know of you that came together to create this.
2: Yeah, it's it pretty cool the way they did it. I, sometimes I sit down, especially this time of the year and prior to this to, And I sort of reflect on it to, um, Because, you know, at least in my case, you get, pardon me, you get so busy going that you forget where you've been. Yeah. You you think back and you think, holy cow, I I did this. I I experienced that. I did this. I was there. All these different things. I was married for 13 years. And uh, that's like some kind of a distant memory now. Is is in is an in interesting path.
1: I understand that I had I had an opportunity to look at my resume from a couple of years ago of who you know all the jobs I'd had. I didn't yeah. recognize that person. I actually looked at. It, I was like, "Who is this? This is pretty interesting background." And I realized it was me. And I was like, "I don't remember. I mean, I remember that I like elements of it, but like such a different frequency than where I am now." that it it it's like it's almost hard to read
2: my if you had ever seen me, I'm so different now so i'm i'm the it when it comes to depth healing i i am depth healing so uh i i'm the i'm the proof of of all this stuff if you'd ever seen me years ago, I was such a uh Such a different. I mean, just an very. I was. I always was a nice guy for my friends, but I was so full of rage, Mm -hmm. and I was uh, poor as a church mouse. Didn't matter what I did uh, or what expertise I had, I couldn't make any money. That's what destroyed my marriage, and uh, now that's all uh, completely gone. Mm and almost all of my charges are gone the divine has it's all been removed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's it i'm just it's just it's hard to describe but it's it real transformation is is very possible yeah. if you if you go about it the right way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you have to most most folks they don't understand or or a lot of the teachers they oversimplify stuff for folks mm-hmm. And my job or one uh, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, telling people uh, the truth so they understand what to do. Mm-hmm. That's why I call it depth healing. I will not say to somebody, just tell yourself how lovely everything is and uh, do some affirmations and you're gonna have a great life. That's all a bunch of hor- you know
1: Sounds lovely. It sounds lovely. It doesn't work. Yeah,
2: it's, it's <laughs> that's right. no. No, because the subconscious it's the, it's the ratio subconscious mind to the conscious brain. It's a 1 to 1 million ratio. Right. One that you're never going to beat uh cognitive dissonance if it's there. Right. If there's no cognitive dissonance, you don't have a problem in that area. Right. But if you do, it has to be removed. Mm-hmm. And then, Go whatever ahead. you want to do, it 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 works.
1: So, do you visualize, like, when you do a session, do you visualize it, or is it a knowingness, or is it just you surrendering and it just comes through, and you have no idea what's going through?
2: What I do is i i have a I have all the uh, like a a table of all the different frequencies. Frequencies oh. are are channeled. Okay. So I I have the frequencies, I connect in through the divine. Mm -hmm. I spend at least an hour collecting all of the entangled information about everything, names, places, dates, numbers, whatever it is Mm -hmm. in the issue. And then uh, once I have enough, then we just go ahead and start. And I take uh, whatever their problems are, Whatever the issue is, I say they can't make money. Why? I I locate the reason why in their subconscious. I have them; their eyes are closed. They will ask the question verbally. That opens the file. I find the corresponding frequencies, and I, I disassemble the the uh, like say the complex. Mm-hmm. So there, let's say, um, let's say I got post-traumatic stress syndrome.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I can wipe it out in minutes. Oh, it wow. doesn't matter at all. Well, all I do is I have them go back into that I- issue, and then I start to disassemble it. Let's say, I'll say, uh, think of that s- situation. Be there, and and say, do I. Ha- and do i carry fear in my field from that time mm. and if the answer is yes i say how strong is it now use an arbitrary scale of zero to ten okay. with 10 representing a hundred percent zero is nothing okay. and then let's say it's an eight they're carrying a 80 percent fear relative to that time so i disassemble it down to zero using destructive interference wave. And every, every time I, I uh, wipe it out and, and shrink it, I'm wiping, I'm disassembling or dis, uh, uh, the neural net that's holding that is disassembling in wow. real time. Wow. I bring her down and every time I disassemble, there's a constructive interference wave that builds up their coherence and, and, their, and raises their consciousness. My empowerments for the destructive interference waves are through Padma Sambhava in Tibet. Mm-hmm. My constructive interference waves are right through Sri Koki and Sri Bhagavan, the great compassionate light in India. Wow. So I, I'm dis- disassembling and building them up, disassembling, building them up, disassembling, building them up until we finally come to uh, completion
0: mm-hmm. for that
2: that, that session wow and when I when I get to zero zero means that thing is gone
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's gone so the the their entire field reorganizes in real time their physiology changes so like when I got rid of Lyme's disease I have a client she had suffered Lyme's disease for 30 years it was unresponsive
0: oh.
2: we, we disintegrated all they do is you find the the, the it's like a, if you have a submarine in the ocean and the ocean is the field or the universe so you want to locate it so they use a radar or I think it's sonar under the water mm-hmm. the reason they can find it is because mm-hmm. it has a, a signature so mm-hmm. they see the blip mm-hmm. Lyme's disease has a signature frequency too <clears throat> so does cancer or whatever have a signature frequency mm-hmm. so I can locate it. Oh, that's cool. Like if I have a client nowadays, I'll say to a client, uh, ask the question, do I have active nanotechnology in my, in my, uh, body temple? Mm-hmm. I can find it.
0: Okay.
2: And then I, if it's, it's still in the bloodstream, I can f- pretty much deactivate that. I can't deactivate like a, a Bluetooth chip. It's too complicated. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh so I, I locate that uh, frequency and when it's a virus, it's small. You can't you can't use a destructive interference wave on like a a whole uh on a horse or something and make him disappear. That won't work. <laughs> but you can do that with a with a virus. Yeah. and i just i just disintegrate it uh it doesn't matter what it is if i can find it mm-hmm. the only thing that that is over my pay scale is uh like uh, like if it's in the first i can do a little bit with vasanas i can do a little bit with uh uh what do you call uh generational curses or um karmic debts but that's a very what i don't know how to do is to locate i can i can find it but Mm -hmm. i don't know i i am not able to find the details i don't know the question i don't know how to how to uh that i they haven't taught me that yet okay yet yeah, yeah. They they teach me stuff every day. Depends on the client, eh? Right. I um I had one the other day. I can't remember. I, I never retained memory. hmm Because I gotta go clear from yep. one person right to the next, you know. I get that. But it was an amazing, it was an amazing journey. Whatever so many times I love my work because it's very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. I completely understand that.
2: Yeah, that's very interesting.
1: So do you get the questions or do the clients get the questions or how does that work? Do you just intuitively yeah, say
2: A lot of times the question that's where the divine guides me I when I turn it over um, the line of questioning because I have their information and and then the line of questioning will it just will develop and it it develops very fast.
1: Cool. I love that. Yeah. That's really fascinating.
2: The, my most favorite thing of all is when I have a collective I can I can work up to thousands of people at one time oh. and when yeah so that's remember I told you my when I by the time I was three I, I always knew I was meant to do collective like large scale right mm-hmm. So what happens is just th- think of a computer model. Mm-hmm. if you have a uh, hundred thousand laptops, And there are 100,000 laptops, let's say they're all from all over the world, different cultures and everything. Mm -hmm. But all of those laptops, so the laptops are people. The software in the laptop is the subconscious mind. And they're all connected to the cloud. Mm -hmm. So the cloud is a Taurus. It's a feed-forward, feed-backward system. Mm -hmm. So if I have 100,000 people... That there's an emergent property of the of the consciousnesses of all those people, right? So I ask a common a, a question to that collective. Is there fear in my field? Or mm. am I afraid of failure? Mm. It's common to the cloud. Okay. Then I operate, I get the answer, I find it in the cloud. I don't operate in them. I'm- I operate in the cloud, and then when I disintegrate it in the cloud, it means it's disintegrated in them. It's a feedback, so so I I'm able to change the whole group. Wow. So so what I do is let's say there's um. I've had uh like um. In big business, there's a there's a. All all of the there's the general manager and then his his team. Mm-hmm. And he's having difficulty with the team. So I I just need all of their names and I can go surrogate through him because wow. he's my client. Wow. So I connect those guys and then I locate the interference.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What's what is the issues? And I can I can find out there's a, Mr. A has uh issues with Mr. C.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I remove the issue and all of a sudden everybody's on the same page. I Isn't love- that cool?
1: That's amazing.
2: Yeah. I, I I now I never dreamed this stuff up.
1: No, I understand this is that. It's all channeled. Yeah. I get that because like when I was little, um, one of the memories, the first memories I re I I recall was um I was at my family's cabin in Connecticut and I walked into a gaggle of geese and the geese surrounded me. And they were my friends. Like I knew that they were my friends and they were protecting me and I was just petting them and it was all fine. Like I didn't see any separation between us and my parents are standing over like 10 feet away and like, come back, come back, come back. And I'm like, no, but these are my friends. Like, I don't, cause I didn't see any difference. And so I finally get back and they're like, don't ever do that again. I'm like, but like, they're,
2: I, they're scared.
1: Them, yeah. them. like I see their friendliness. I know who they are. And like, I've, I've, i've talked to trees i talked to rocks i lay on the grass whenever it's not wet a couple hours a day because
0: like awesome
1: i know that that's that's my deeper calling is i am supposed to reconnect with that way of being yeah and and any way i can help the animals or the trees or the or the land in whatever capacity i can serve is like that brings me joy
2: yeah, me too, honey. I isn't it cool, Roland McCrady and their geniuses? They got the instruments now. If anyone, if anyone in the audience thinks it that it's crazy to talk to a tree, trees are completely conscious, they and are. they now uh, and plant all plants. Uh, they it's actually a symphony of of beautiful music. They have the instruments now. They can record that music. <laughs> Oh, They've so made magical. all, all of that. So
1: magical. It's so it,
2: magical. It is. You know, it, it I, is. Had,
1: um, I was up in Orcas Island in Washington this summer, and I met a Redwood, and oh. she wanted me to meditate under her. And I finally got around to meditating mm-hmm. under her, and she was so excited that I actually heard language, but oh, she was wow. talking so fast that I get a headache in like five minutes. I said, okay, I know nobody sat under you <laughs> for a while. But you can't oh. just give me everything at once because I can't even process what you're doing, and you're giving me a headache. But that that's that's how how wow. shifted in consciousness that that they're ready to talk to us. <clears throat> you
2: know, well,
1: I, open it, I,
2: I think of it. They're ready to talk to you. Your your consciousness and connecting is really amazing. Thank you. That's Thank that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I loved it. I could feel the, the orcas um, when I got on the, on the ferry over there, I didn't I haven't, I haven't met an orca yet, but I'm so looking forward to it when I go up again. Um, mm. but I felt their energy, like practically celebrating that I was on the ferry coming over the island. And I'm like, what, wow. you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what energy I carry. But or
2: whatever I, it is, it's, it's they, powerful. Honey. Yeah. My, my feeling is I'm different than, than you in that seems like, uh, plants and animals, they always call me if they're in trouble.
1: Oh, yeah. They're I,
2: like I can,
1: can, can, I can it. feel.
2: Even I remember when I was a kid, even, you know, I would, uh, I could always feel whales, Mm. and they, when they're hunted, they have no escape because they have to come up for air, and they, and they kill them. That stuff tears me up. I
1: know. I know.
2: Yeah, it tears. I
1: get. I get. Um, I was given their their um Native American name from the Salish tribe in Washington. They're actually called the Quellemeshin, which means people of the sea. And anytime I see the word killer whale, I just mama bear. I'm like, every whale kills. They just choose. They just kill cute things. Get over yourselves. These are the divine beings. These are divine beings. They're family. They're my family. I don't know why. I don't care why. I just know they're my family. Yeah. Like I. Like, I don't have any violence in me, but, you know, you want me to protect Norca, I'm going to protect orca, and I don't even know how to do that, but, like, they're so divine. Oh, you know, yeah. They... I mean, all whales are, all, and all beings are. Um, yeah. Like, I protect bees, too.
2: Oh, you I know, love- it's really nice in Thailand, because they kill all the bees in America, you know. <laughs> when I lived in Georgia, that's where I moved from, and you couldn't find, I looked for a bee for a week, and I couldn't find a single bee. And uh, one nice thing about Thailand, when I got here, there's bees everywhere, and I just love oh, so many kinds.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But you know, even here in Thailand, this is uh, this is the tr- tropics. And you know, uh, 70% of all the insect life in the world is gone now. It's all gone. And uh, people, most people, they don't understand that. We're in the, we're past the middle of the sixth mass extinction. And uh, it's, it, it's, when I was a boy, remember when you were a kid and you look out at night on, at any streetlight and you'd see a big swarm, all the little moths yeah. and everything. Now you see the street light, there's nobody there. Maybe one, maybe one fly or one, one little, they're all, they're all dead folks. They, they've killed them.
1: I know. Yeah. Connected with a queen bee. Um, Oh yeah. I had her on my altar. I was, I was putting her in a hive that I was tending to and she was on my, you tend hives. Not as much as I want to. Like I I did for uh, some friends of mine for a month. And wow. so she she was placed on my altar for a couple hours and she got all the energy of my stones. And then we put her in the hive and we had this little container that she was in for a couple of days so she could emit her pheromones and the hive could get used to her. And we opened it after like four days and she like strutted into the hive like she owned it. And I was like, what is that? Wow. And and the the beekeeper that was helping me was like, Oh, I have never seen that. And I played Hildegard music for them. I cried when I saw a dead bee. I mean, I was like so connected with them. And I'm just and I got honey from them, from the owner wow. of the hive. That honey. I've never had honey like it.
2: Yeah. It's so honey awesome.
1: It is yeah. so pure and so high. Like it's it's like. It's sacred. I, I can't. I can't put it in anything except the ceremony because it's so sacred. Yeah. And I'm not honey, any honey like it. And it's because I saw them as the divine beings they are.
2: Oh, yeah, bees will give gift right rate from the right from God.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> the, um, you know, uh, is it was the darndest thing. Thai, Thai people for some reason they'll kill everything and anything hmm. just they there there is if you can imagine this okay like um I'll give you a, an example in Texas I lived in Texas for a year that's why I graduated as a doc so in Texas they have a lot of wild pigs okay the wild the boar
0: mm-hmm.
2: and <clears throat> There's so many of them, and and Texans they hunt. Oh wow! You know they have they, they have their hunting seasons and yeah, everything, yeah. and they and they still have uh, uh so many wild boar that I guess there's like a problem because you know how the humans do it they kill off uh, they wipe out the food chain so the it's out of balance. Yeah. Well, anyway, here in Thailand, I'm here now nine years. Oh wow! everything's dead so you can go from from one end of thailand to the other and you will never see an animal except there are birds okay there are rats uh, you can see some squirrels different couple of different kinds of squirrel you will never see a rabbit or a deer or anything why because they ate all of them they're gone the entire jungle all of it they're gone how can you possibly eat everything but it's true it's true there are i mean it's you know so anyway i was I have my little house, and I have a, a maid come, uh, two ladies, and they would clean the house for me. And uh, I have my plants. I love, I love my plants. And um, they they saw a little caterpillar one day, and they killed it. And for some reason on that particular day when i saw that little thing killed that that uh, hurt me my heart for hours and hours so anytime i move (laughs) any any time i mean they see a snail they pour salt on the snail it's a snail why kill the snail So, and and then they say, well, you know, the the caterpillar eats my uh, plants. Yeah, supposed to. And then they become beautiful butterflies. Mm -hmm. They like the butterfly. They don't like the, and the caterpillar. Have you ever seen all the plants disappear, folks, from caterpillar? Look at the, I love ants, Mm -hmm. you know. That's my favorite, one of my most favorite. It, people it go into a store, like, uh, I don't know, any, any kind of store, and you'll see gallons of pesticides because people saw an ant. I know. And they I, pour it all over the ground. Uh, over here in Thailand, mm-hmm. they I think they do it in America. I, I absolutely forbid it. They inject a pesticide into the ground because they're afraid of a termite. Ever seen a house fall down from a termite? No. Now, but the pesticides, they kill you, your dog, your cat, your child. Mm -hmm. And they're so scared. They see a mosquito
1: and Mm -hmm. they got to spray. (laughs) I've I've come up. So I've seen recently in my sessions, I've seen dogs with kidney problems. Like I've said, cats have had kidney problems for a while, dogs are starting to have kidney problems. So I tuned in and it's the pesticides. It's in their food. And I'm like, okay, well, I know there's a supplement that I can prescribe, you know, what comes through the session that will help mitigate that and get rid of the glyphosate out of the body, but they shouldn't have it in the first place you know what i mean it's
2: just when i when i lived in california in the 90s get a load of this you know stanford university Mm -hmm. i used to train on stanford university campus because it was they have two thousand acres it's a you know it's a big place so get a load of this i go to the stadium because i want to i used to run the stadium stairs right it was the football stadium and then and there, there was always these little signs stuck in the grass, eh? Over here, here and there. So one day, I actually read the sign. And it's, and it's, it said something like, Do not uh, let the, your skin touch the grass. Or, or no bare feet. Uh, it's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? Because of what they spray on the grass. When I this is Palo Alto, okay. So in Palo Alto, and this is in the 1990s. At nighttime, there are no there's there's no sound of any crickets, because they're all dead. Well, I used to go. I had an aquarium in my dojo, and I used to buy crickets for two cents a cricket. Mm-hmm. To put in my aquarium so yeah, I could yeah. hear the sound of crickets at wow. night. That's wow. that was California
1: wow. in the 90s. Oh, Yeah, and, and you know, grounding is one of the most important things we can do for ourselves. Mm. So yeah. That's... that's
2: what I do all, all morning, every single day. And yeah. I have uh, I wear my arc. You know, you know the arc crystal from Nasim Haramin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah so I have all my water is structured with the arc and i i ground outside
1: Beautiful.
2: um that's when I'm doing my sadhanas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's i wouldn't be without it
1: yeah i know that's
2: enormously important and of course wi fi protection
1: cool yeah I have a well oh, what is it um oh I can't remember uh I'm wearing it um Tachyon. I have a tachyon necklace. Uh, so yeah, that's, good. Yeah, I I've shunk in my car. I,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi protection mm-hmm. is the single most important thing yeah. for you because they have the frequency, just like I use frequencies to heal, all of the Wi-Fi towers are are, are we- weaponized. Yeah. And the uh the the primary methodology for extermination now is via the the uh, wi-fi so you have to under i hope the public understands that wi-fi just 4g alone breaks single and double strand dna in half so that gives you every cancer under the sun it attacks uh water and oil your brain is made out of water and oil wipes out your entire neural endocrine system like takes out the pituitary You know, and now if you look at the patents, you can go right on on, uh, the computer and look at the patents yourself, starting about the year 2000 uh, for every kind of mind control, control your, uh, and now see what happens with the jab. There is a, uh, the nanotechnology goes through into the blood brain, through the blood brain barrier, and it self-assembles a Bluetooth chip. So the Bluetooth chip, you can go right on your phone and look at all the people's brains yourself. All you do is go Wi-Fi, it says available devices. And there'll be a little, uh, when you go there, there's a little thing that says um, frequently used devices, not, not frequently used or whatever the hell it's called. And and it's not regularly used, or you'll you'll see the word. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can. Anyway, you click on that, and that's their that's the chip emanating from the brains of the people. And so the the way they found it was in uh, Austria. One of the guys he he noticed there was all these Bluetooth transmitters in the uh headquarters so they they where the hell is it coming from and then uh they shut all the power off or whatever you can see all of the even when it when a person dies in cadavers it's still transmitting oh my god you can go on a plane and you know when they say uh, shut off everything yeah yeah yeah. then you you go to infrequently used device whatever you'll see all the people that lit up so that's yeah it's 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 horrible because that's that's the access so they from the tower they can do anything they want. So what you can do is there's a there is a uh, adaptogen called Clean Slate. I have it on my website and it's written, made by the genius uh, doc, I think her name is K- uh Khan and uh it's an adaptogen. You take Clean Slate and it will disassemble that
1: Wow. Yeah. Very,
2: very important.
1: I have an older iPhone um, because I didn't want it's 4g and I I don't want it. Like, it's like, Oh, you could get a newer one and be 5g enabled. Like, Mm -hmm. like the 4g is high enough. I don't really want that because it's like, I'm really, really sensitive. Mm -hmm. And so the less I use it, the healthier I feel. And I have a, I have like a block like cover on it so like i don't really get the the, but let's yeah i'm i'm super sensitive and i'm very very see the
2: trick the trick was you know frequency duration and intensity are the three things Mm -hmm. people folks you got to understand that wi-fi like when i when i work on someone Mm -hmm. i send the frequency and -hmm. it does something Mm -hmm. then it stops Wi-Fi is 24/7, 365 days a year.
0: Yep.
2: So that that is, you have you have to be shielded.
0: Mm-hmm. If
2: you're shielded, see the the technology that I use was developed in Germany, and I saw the uh, the uh, uh, experiment done by a bio uh, a third-party biophysicist that tried to disprove this. So this thing contains some kind of a of a liquid. It's made out of uh, copper capped with uh, wood. Weighs okay. about that one weighs about as much as a bottle of beer.
0: Okay.
2: It radiates electrons. Mm. The electrons will glow. It, it that radiates electrons in an eight foot diameter. Nice. The glom, the electrons will glom onto anything that's alive, any mm. kind of a biologic system. Okay. The electrons, uh, when you're coded, Wi-Fi cannot get through.
1: Oh wow. It cannot
2: penetrate through.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Will you send me the link to that so I can share it with my listeners? Yeah, all, all you do
2: is um I have I have it uh on the I website. I... There's a couple of things that I endorse okay. that are um not many, just a couple. And you you just go to depthhealing.org and you go to products and you'll see Wi Fi protection. And then they have the little unit. Um, Those things are charged for four to six years. Wow. They're wireless. And then there's a little tiny unit and I have that, I put that, this one radiates three feet
0: Okay.
2: and I keep that in my pocket. And then, and so that my, uh, uh, you're made out of about 50 trillion cells, mm-hmm. and all all of, all of them are completely shielded.
0: Beautiful from
2: from Wi-Fi because uh, where Oi's house is here, there's two towers over there, and then they got another tower over here. Wow. Nothing can touch me. Doesn't matter what the hell they they want to do. That's beautiful. Can't can't touch me. It's it, it's imperative because they can change your uh, mood. They they can fry your brain. They like, all they gotta do is it's like microwaving you right. and you just your brain will fry right in your cranium. Mm-hmm. They can do anything they want. You have you in today's world now, this is like a sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. except it's real. Yeah. And you you uh have to understand the arena. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand the arena you're in, you will be. Uh, wiped out or controlled or whatever. Yep. Have to know the arena. As long as you know where you are, what you're in, you can be a player. Mm-hmm. And in today's world, you have to have some sophistication. Mm-hmm. Not that much, but you have to have some sophistication. Yeah. I mean, these damn things, they know everything about you, the, you know, even when you shut it off, they showed that the thing's still taking a photograph of you. When you shut it off, the thing is, it's so sophisticated. Yeah. So you have to know that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Dr. G, oh so, my gosh. We have covered a half, heck of a wide range, but I am so grateful for your time yeah. and your presence and your wisdom and your gift of beingness.
2: Well, God bless you and your beautiful work, honey. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I hope. I hope uh, it'd be great if the world could get a couple million of you.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Hey, Ed, do you know uh, about? I have the, my big event. It's free. Hey, but this isn't a plug for my event. Uh-huh. The the there is a galactic uh, situation that is going to happen on the fifteenth of January. Only the highest mystics are aware of it. Wow. It will never come again
0: okay.
2: while we're alive.
0: Wow. Never.
2: What happens is uh, every, I don't know how many thousand years, the Earth in our solar system will have traveled around the galactic plane to a sp- specific line. On the 15th of January, we will have that line. The oh. line is the Earth directly to the galactic center of the Milky Way? Oh. Now if you if you have any knowledge of the power of the solar system, the seventh program and how important that is, mm-hmm. this is the center of the Milky Way galaxy. And in India they call it the Mahurta. It's gonna be twelve hours long. Twelve hours. That is the single most powerful uh 12 hours ever Mm -hmm. during those 12 hours you have you will have access to the divine at an exponential level so what that means is if whatever if you do any kind of sacred practice if you have any kind of prayers Mm -hmm. during those 12 hours it it will have an endorsement that cannot be compared so what I did was I I have uh, empowerments uh, to endorse your prayers. So so there's a what I'm doing is uh, it's on, in America it'll be the evening of the 14th, okay. equal to 8 a.m. Thailand time. So it's your evening, and depending on where you are in America, about 8 o'clock. It's about okay. an hour long, and at that time what everyone is invited you, the zoom link is on my website and you, there's some preparation for this. You make three, you write out formally three different types of prayers. Mm. One is prayers for yourself. Two is prayers for your uh, mother, father and on all your ancestors. Mm. And three is a prayer for the world. Mm. Now, When you write the prayer, you write it like a thank you letter. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So you're saying, I'm so grateful that I have that this, you write it that it happened now. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Okay. Those prayers, if you attend the session, never throw them away. Mm -hmm. You keep them, put it in a nice uh, uh, special place in your home and you keep those prayers. Because any prayer in that session, they will be answered period and the uh what i will be doing is it'll be a big ceremony but it'll take me about an hour and that that's for that day and then if, when you wake up the next day in america your your window is from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m. and i i highly recommend <clears throat> that you don't miss that a particular day
1: yeah that's a It'll,
2: it will not come again yeah. I am... it's the most power by the way uh, you you will know this from your education it is the shut off valve for Kali Yuga so Kali Yuga will end during the Mahurta and then if you em- envision a car honey uh, on a straightaway at 90 miles an hour right So that's the Kali Yuga. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And the Mahurta, the 12 hours, is when you take your foot off the gas. Once you take the foot off the gas, there's a coasting Mm -hmm. slowing down gradually. Kali Yuga will continue until the end of 2024 or 2025. I'm not clear on is 2024 or 2025. Mm -hmm. But we're... uh, we're like that close to extinction, folks, from a hundred different directions. So the Kali when uh, Kali yuga is a rough time.
0: <laughs>
2: so w- when it's dying like this, it's a uh, this year of twenty twenty four is enormously important. So if you pray or you you uh, understand the significance, the, the Mahurta time is the time to um, set energy so that there isn't a, a war or there isn't a, the oceans don't die, that life moves toward the golden age. Because mm-hmm. if we make it to the end of when Kali Yuga fully is fully gone, the golden age starts after that. So we move, it's the end of an age... Many, many hundred thousand years, and the new age starts. So that's mm-hmm. what we're looking at, mm-hmm. and it's only a few days. It's only a few days away.
0: Okay.
2: Very few. Very, yeah, we're very, very close. So I, I want you to be aware of that because uh. that that is something that uh, if you're if you're ever going to have a miracle or need a miracle. And, and And remember this when if you write your prayers for yourself, design for the future mm. don't just think about the your the fires you're trying to put out now design think carefully and design it mm. when i when I write out my own prayer, I do it in gold ink
1: I love you that. can go down
2: to the store you buy gold gold ink,
1: mm-hmm. put
2: it on fine paper
1: oh, I love that.
2: Because it's sacred.
1: Yeah, I feel that. That's so beautiful.
2: Yeah, when the divine writes things in the Akashic records to change your programs, they do it in gold ink. Mm. Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. I am so blessed to know you. you. It's really
2: lovely to meet you. I I don't meet many people like you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's mutual, and I'm just feeling a heart overflowing with gratitude for knowing that you're on the planet with me thank you thank you and thank you so much for your time
2: i'm i'm also really grateful you're there for the for the animals
1: thank you